It was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. What? <laughs> You're trying to secretly capture me. I am not. Pikachu, I choose you. I choose you. Look, see, your other accomplice in the in the closet over there, I just heard him. Coffee. Oh, coffee. Sipping tea. Really? You made a Pokemon joke. I made a Pokemon joke. Yes, you did. I it was me. But I don't understand why you had a Pokemon joke there. Because you're trying to catch them all. Really? That was a correlation? Well, yeah, he said you were trying what to catch them. What do you think them? I'll evolve into? Oh, good Lord. What you would evolve into? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a potster. <laughs> That's what he already is. A bigger potster. <laughs> is that even possible? He'd look like an actual pot this time with the spoon sticking out of his head. <laughs> Speaking of JL with a spoon sticking what out of his head. In there? <laughs> it's time for Podcast 42. Whoa, what's going on over there? I'm stirring a pot, don't mind me. Phones are phones are popping. I'm Christopher DeVos. Sure it was on silent. I'm Sabrina Pierre. I'm the potster, JL Trost. <laughs> and I'm Laura. Hi. And tonight we are going to talk about did I did I startle you? <laughs> yes, a little. <laughs> Lucille Ball. <laughs> Yay. Who's that? Um, some redhead. Yeah. But before we talk about that, let's open up JL's beer cooler. Never run away. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what'd you bring for us tonight? I brought beer that was on sale again. Yay. It was a dollar off. Woo-hoo. That's on sale. <laughs> I Nice 95 calorie made from actual Texas ruby red grapefruits from the Rio Grande Valley. I thought you were going to say they were made from real red birds. Yes. Careful. I don't know how well they strained everything. (laughs) Yum. Well, there's um, a beak in my beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're reading my mind. Isn't Shiner like one of the cheaper beer companies or no? Am I thinking of something different? I don't like know. uh like your New York beer that you need to torture us See, with. See, I know somebody from Texas and they go on about Shiner all the time that they just love the beer. Is that the same like Shiner Bach? Yeah. Yeah. What's that damn New York beer that I can't Genesee? Genesee, that's it. I already said it. You never listen to me. It's like I'm not even here. I got so Did much she say going it? on. What? I did say Genesee. It is on tape. I feel like <laughs> last time we recorded the show I had to say that it was on tape. Everybody can hear it. This time again. Yeah, it was an insult against me. No. Well, at least we have a new said, running no. gag now. Oh, it was when you read the meme wrong. 
And I said, you read <laughs> yeah. it wrong. And you were like, no, yeah. I didn't. That's what I said. And I was like, well, it's recorded. So nope. we'll know. <laughs> She's right on that one. I remember that. I just had to rewind the tape in my head to remember what we were talking about. That part wasn't edited out. No, it wasn't. I heard it. I heard it after. Yeah. I got a lot to look at over here in this seat. I'm looking at it on the TV currently. I so know. That's good. That's, why that's really not there. a whole lot to look at. I can see it too. Well, we use Audacity to record with. And Audacity is famous for chunking up the show spin it out and throwing it in the garbage and then you spent two hours in these chairs and you got nothing to show for it can't believe they'd have the audacity, the audacity. If you could do that. <laughs> maybe you should find a better named company the audacity of it all the audacity i would like to go to adobe but that costs four hundred and seventy-five thousand oh, dollars a there? month Adobe four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a month yeah you can't just buy the program anymore you got to pay a monthly fee for it but four hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I didn't really pay attention to the price. That's why we need Patreon subscribers. <laughs> yes, so we can get better recording if we equipment. We get four hundred and seventy-five thousand of you just to give a dollar a month. We'll be set. Yes. Were we supposed to get headphones at one point? Yeah, I just don't know where to plug them in at. Do we really need them? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you where to put it. <laughs> no, it's the four channel over there. This is really fascinating for all the listeners, I'm sure. <laughs> but the four channel over there, I don't know where to plug the headphones into. See, there's lots of people who know what they're doing. And then there's us. And there's us. <laughs> and none of them are in that room, this room. Or that one. Or that one. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think the, other, the people who That's are That's the upside also, down room. <laughs> we don't go in there. Barb. So instead of headphones, Hopper? I just display the waves on the TV so everyone can see when Audacity crashes. Not just me. I'm waving to the waves. Ooh, it, it waved back. But now <laughs> it's pop quiz time. Yay! Get out your pens and your papers, your notebooks. Get out your Senate erasers. Get out your Swiss Army knives. Get out your colored markers. Everybody's got their stuff already? Yes. Wow, you were quick. I yeah. handed I, it out early. Oh, yeah, because I forgot. I was excited. I was getting beer. <laughs> I forgot to get it. It was here when I came back. <laughs> <laughs> this pop quiz is called They Just Announced the 2019 Reboot of the Show where the premise is Lucy wants to change her gender. It's called I Love Louie. Or Why Did You Leave Me, Lucille? Oh, yeah, you died. Oh, oh, wow. These were terrible. Guess what? Guess what's really hard to come up with? Lucille Ball puns. Really? Yes. With a last name like Ball? This is difficult? Yes, because I wanted... Because you couldn't get the ball down? The ball was, wasn't in not He dropped court. the ball on this one, guys. Yeah, the ball was ball not never in his got court. Rolling. See, wait a minute. Ball is way too easy. Obviously, too easy. the ball was deep. Why did you leave me, Lucille? Ball. Oh, yeah. He died. Five general knowledge facts on Lucille Ball in order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge. Score one point for each correct answer. Question number one. What was Lucille Ball's career before she was an actress? Hint. McDonald's was in business at the time. <laughs> Second hint. That first hint has nothing to do with the answer. <laughs> Ignore the first hint. That was just a general knowledge fact. So I can't put down she was the original Hamburglar? You can. Oh, why don't you give the answer out? Sorry. I didn't realize, you know. You know I thought for sure, you know, the answer was going to be she was Mayor McCheese's first wife. 
That's a scandal we don't like to talk about. Mother of the Fry Kids. Question number two. Grimace's lover. What is Lucille Ball's real last name? Question number two. What is Lucille Ball's real last name? (laughs) 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 Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, hint. I worked hard on those puns. It was about two weeks of trying to figure out what kind of Lucille (laughs) Ball puns to do without using the ball, the word ball, or the word Desi, because those were too easy. Does he love me or does he not? Question number three. I think Sabrina is Googling it. I think Sabrina doesn't have to Google it. I don't know. She's on her phone Googling. I think she's taking pictures of us struggling. You can't Google it. You will lose points. And that's why I make up bad answers. Question number three. What tragedy befell Lucille Ball when she was four years old? Tragedy? Lucille Ball? She was four? Something bad happened in her life. It was not that she lost her eyebrows. She has eyebrows. I'm looking at her picture. (laughs) They're penciled on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And question number five. Wait. No, question number four. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I, was like, okay. I thought I missed a question. No, we're not doing four. We're going to do five and six instead. Question number five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Lucille Ball fired from the Walgreens soda fountain as a young girl? Oh, wait. Is that going to answer number one? <laughs> I got that too. I was like, wait a second. Nope. <laughs> nope. Question number one is more of a famous career, not a soda jerk career. Hint, there's a child's show that's the name of this item that helped get her fired from the soda fountain. It's a terrible hint. Don't don't go with that. (laughs) Scratch that hint. Question number seven. TV guy named Lucille Ball, the greatest TV star of all time. How many major awards did she win? Come up with a number, any number. No letters. B. Just a number. Oh. I did a number on your wife, Trebek. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, pencils down. Question number one What was Lucille Ball's career before she was an actress? Laura. Makeup artist. Makeup artist? Yeah. JL. Comedian comedian well okay like stand-up comic like how everybody does stand-up before they get into movies haven't you watched the marvelous mrs mabel no okay well they did the women didn't do that well i didn't watch the show (laughs) it's on my list of things it's right after game of thrones ending of sopranos and then that (laughs) oh and jack ryan i forgot about jack ryan i gotta watch jack ryan too that's my same list sabrina uh model chesterfield um, the correct answer is makeup artist. Weird. Got that. No, it's model. <laughs> model. I was really pulling for you on that, Laura. I appreciate it. I'm giving myself seven points. You can give yourself as you should. A, a third of a I'm point. I'm getting points on this next one. I don't care. You can give yourself a third of the point because models wear makeup. The, she probably had to do her makeup. Question number two. What is Lucille Ball's real last name? JL. In the sky with diamonds. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Laura. Arnez. 
Arnaz. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. So when she was married, when she before she married Desi Arnaz, she was Lucy Arnaz. <laughs> so really, she became Lucy Arnaz Arnaz. Yeah, she yeah. never had to change her name. It was great. That's awesome. That yeah. is so much paperwork you don't have to do. I know. She didn't have to do any. She was smart girl. Wow. Genius. Mm-hmm. Sabrina. Ball. <laughs> now I don't feel bad about not knowing that. <laughs> the answer is ball. <laughs> well, of course, Sabrina got it right. Way to throw a trick question in there, Chris. I see how this is. I was like, I was like, I don't. Think Could have at least given me bonus points for my name. I'm totally going with her name was Arnaz. Well, Sabrina is a huge Lucille Ball fan, and I was trying to throw her for a loop. For at least one question. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm there later on. <laughs> okay. Question three: What tragedy befell Lucille Ball when she was four years old? Jail. Her father died. Laura. I was gonna write that, but I put car accident. Sabrina. Dad died. The correct answer is her dad died in a car accident. No. What do you mean no? Did he die in a car accident? I don't know. Okay. But the dad died. Did he? Correct. I'm looking at you, Sabrina. I <laughs> know. Mm, I want to. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I don't they remember. had cars back then. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they had to they wind did. them up. They were called jalopies. <laughs> I love jalopies. I could never ride in one because they would take forever. <laughs> Question number five: Why was Lucille <laughs> fired from the Walgreens soda fountain as a young girl? Laura. She drank all the soda. She drank all the soda. All of it. All of it in one shot. Yep. So when the customers came in, there was no soda. None. Absolutely none. Lucy drank it all. Okay. Jail. Going with your kids show reference, <laughs> I realized she had to get fired because she used too many blues clues. <laughs> well played. <laughs> no, but I like it. Uh, I also went with your cartoon reference and went she had too many Looney Tunes. No, she kept... <laughs> She kept forgetting to put bananas in the banana splits. Oh. <laughs> bananas and pajamas. That's oh. all I want. No. I come and down the stairs. One banana, two banana, three banana, four. No, banana splits was a scary one. They were like a HR Puffin stuff style show. Yes. Uh, I don't know that. They have I a new have... horror movie that just came out on Blu-ray. Um, they were a horror movie when they were on TV. I did always want one of those like ATVs that they rode around in like those six wheel ATVs. That always looked like fun. <laughs> did you ever watch Banana Splits? No. Oh, I should check it out sometime. It's creepy. So that's actually like the name of the show? Yeah, it's really the Splits. name of the show. The yeah. show was called The Banana Splits. Why wouldn't she put bananas in the banana split? Because she ate them. Like she was drinking the soda. Drink from the all the soda. You get all busy scooping all the ice cream and you're like, damn it. She was burping soda and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, her potassium level must have been through the roof. Question number 12. <laughs> TV guy named Lucille Ball, the greatest so TV star of all time. How many major awards did she win? Sabrina. I said 36. 36. JL. Two. Two. Okay. Correct answer is in between those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Laura. Ton. <laughs> I had letters down as well prior. <laughs> but that is a real unit of measurement, so yeah. It is. All right. Well, thank you, Faraz, for the explicit rating. You're very welcome. I mean, Lucille Ball should be the one that gets it. 
<laughs> yeah, now Lucille Ball should be the one that gets Now it. can I throw in every Balls Deep reference I wanted to? Sure, go for it. <laughs> yes, and we're done. <laughs> the correct answer is 26. 26 major off. awards. I knew I should have carried that one. <laughs> Two I minor should have awards. subtracted 10. I, I feel like I just answered that like Sabrina answered answer the Elton John thing <laughs> it's like how many eight. albums has Elton John made eight how many awards did Lucille Ball win two, two. <laughs> she's like she was the original Susan Lucci I mean come on always nominated <laughs> never won all right sources for this script are wikipedia youtube.com behind the music featuring weird Al Yankovic <laughs> biography.com and the book ball of fire the Tumultuous Life and Comic Art of Lucille Ball by Stefan Kampfer. I love Stefan. Stefan Beat me to it. I was like, I didn't know he wrote a book. Yeah, he's great. Did it have everything in it? Yes. Uh, midget fire hydrants. <laughs> <laughs> Human boom boxes. <laughs> Human squatty bodies. <laughs> Do you want to know? <laughs> it is when you have to... <laughs> It's like the human centipede of Squatty Potties. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead and finish the Squatty Potty. Oh, it is like when you have two midgets kneeling down beside you while you're taking a poop. Um, that is legit one of Stefan's. <laughs> yes, I forget. I think it was Club Brewer had that. <laughs> so now... For the show, we have an explicit oh. rating <laughs> and a copyright strike. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Let's not discredit all the letters we'll be receiving. <laughs> I was and anybody named Stefan. <laughs> the head of the Lollipop Guild would like to say he was never used as a poop stoop. <laughs> but now, oh. let us travel... <laughs> Far this back. Is the best opening we've had in a while. <laughs> far, far back. Oh, man. I'm not sure everyone would agree with you. <laughs> Do you not like it? Oh, you can edit me out. I don't have to be here. I'm high me in a distance right now. Far, far back. In a simpler time. It's now time for my favorite. Lucy. It's the Gay Family Series starring Lucy O'Ball, Richard Denning, Desi Arnaz, Vivian Vance, William Frawley, Gail Gordon, brought to you by the Jello Family of Desserts. J-E-L-L-O. J-E-L-L-O. Jello. It comes in cherry, purple, lemon, red, and orange. It's Jello. Yum, 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 yum. But what is it? Horse. No, we don't know that. Jello, yum, yum. J-E-L-L-O. And now, Lucille Ball, as Lucille Ball, doing Lucille Ball things. Let's look in. Lucille is in the kitchen. And George is working in his study, smoking his pipe, and pretending to read a newspaper. Remember, <laughs> this is 1950, and the internet does not exist. I wish this wasn't 1950, and I had some internet porn to watch. 
What's that, dear? I'm in the kitchen and you're in the study, smoking your pipe and pretending to read a newspaper. Nothing, dear. When will dinner be ready? Whenever Uber Eats delivers it. What's Uber Eats? Nothing, dear. I'm just a stereotypical housewife. Dinner? I'll make his dinner. Oh, dear. What am I going to make for dinner? Let me look in the icebox. Everything is frozen. The turkey looks like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. I can't even get it out of the icebox. It's got icicles frozen to it. It is literally stuck in there. Everything okay in there, dear? No! Yes, everything is good. Everything's okay. Just yanking on this turkey leg. Do you need some help? No! Everything is good! Lucy, are you okay? You're on the floor with a giant turkey on your head. Wake up! Wake up! Are you Santa Claus? What? No. I'm your radio husband, George. George? George Claus? Who am I? Where am I? Who are you? Who? Who? I really want to know! Roger Daltrey from The Who. What are you doing here? I said... Can't explain. I'm feeling good now. Can't explain. All right, all right, Roger boy. Run along now. Anyway, back to the task on hand. I'm George Cooper, and you're Liz Cooper, Lucy. That's ridiculous. Oh, everything is foggy. Oh, Lucy! I'm home. Maybe I can help out, George. Have at it, Desi. Or, should I say, Ricky? Not that it matters. Both of you were married to Lucy Lucille. And we were both Cuban band leaders. Not that it matters. Are you boys here to help me, or are you just playing, planning on playing a rousing game of stare at the lady on the floor with a giant frozen turkey on her head? Oh, chicken! I'm so hungry! It's a turkey, Desi. That's what I said. Cuban chicken. All I see is bees. Why do I see bees, George? Uh, 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 uh. I got it from here, George. You can get back to your third billing on Creature from the Black Lagoon. Buzz, buzz, boys! I'm about to pollinate on the floor here with this big bump on my head and a dead turkey by my side. Cuban chicken! Whatever it is! Listen, dear. You were the queen of the B-movies at one point. I was? I'm a movie star? Since I'm a movie star, you can cook your own Cuban chicken. Well, hold up, Lucy. You were okay, but you were no Betty Davis. Betty Davis? I think we were in school together, and I believe she was jealous of my acting skills. Hold on to your hats, folks. We're in for a bumpy ride. It was you, Lucille, who was jealous of my acting prowess. It's coming back to me now. I remember you. You teased me. Uneased me. Just to please me. You were precocious. I mostly remember you for your eyes. My eyes? My Betty Davis eyes? 
Well, my eyes saw you get kicked out of the John Murray Anderson School for Dramatic Arts in Manhattan. In fact, the instructors told you to your face that you would not be successful in entertainment when they obviously knew talent. They loved me. Oh, I love the MacGyver School acting. Very classy. No, no, no. It's the John Murray Anderson School of Acting, not the Richard Dean Anderson School of Acting. Ah, that's too bad. Richard can make an actor out of a paperclip. Samesies. Wait, I remember how awful they were to me. They just made me even more determined to show them I belonged. Besides, all I learned in drama school was how to be frightened. Explains your career, Betty Davis. After acting school, I was hired by Hattie Carnegie as an in-house model, where they ordered me to dye my hair from brown to... Baraha. No, blonde. And you know what I learned? That blondes really do have more fun? No. Hattie taught me how to slouch properly in a $1,000 dress and to wear $40,000 sable coats as casually as rabbit. Later, I was a Chesterfield cigarette girl and even did some, uh, some work under the name Diane Belmont. Oh, that hurts my head. Wait, what's going on? Who am I? My head feels like jello. K-E-L-L-O. Speaking of jello, you know what's swelling jello? Get some sunshiny lemon jello. That's the yellow one. Some fruit juice, full diced canned fruit. Get the can from the back of the pantry, you know, with all the dust on it, but dust it off before you open it. And then next, throw in those nasty maraschino cherries and then put the whole thing in your mom's meatloaf pan. And finally, sprinkle coconut on top for that extra off-putting texture and taste. And there you have it. A treat that you can bring to the family picnic that no one will touch. It's a gay treat to ignore and a place for the flies to land. Look for those red letters on the box. J-E-L-L-O. Jello yum. J-E-L-L-O. As we come back to the Cooper house, Desi and George are sitting on the couch, sipping some American Royal coffee. American Royal, the taste and flavor that your whole family will love, right down to little baby Tina. Goo goo. And then they never grow back. Guys? Are you serious? Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Lucille moves to California to be a Metro Goldwyn girl, is cast as a slave in Roman scandals, and they told her that slaves had no eyebrows, so she shaved them off, and they never grew back? Ha! 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 See, that's why she always had them drawn on with that little paper pencil crayon thingy thing. Ting? Like a bell? <laughs> no, no, the ting. The ting, you know, the little drawing on the face ting. Oh, eyebrow pencil. Hey, guys! Oh, no! What? I spilled my coffee. Oh, no! <laughs> what now? We left Lucy in the kitchen on the floor with the Cuban chicken. <laughs> we gotta get that chicken. After Desi puts the Cuban chicken, <clears throat> excuse me, I mean turkey, back into the icebox, and George helps Lucy to the macabre tan leather couch, 
Macabre, comfort at an affordable price. Whether you want to sit one or the whole family. And Fido, too. We find that Lucy still doesn't have her memory back. So, I was a Goldwyn girl and not a Golden girl? I keep telling you, Pussycat, you weren't around for the show. I think she knows, Ma. Listen, your heart's in the right place, but I don't know where your brain is at. This reminds me of this one time in St. Olaf. Don't you start with me, Rose. No St. Olaf stories. Do you ladies think we have overstayed our welcome with this bit? I do declare, as my mother used to always say, get in, get out, and always leaving them wanting more. That's what proper ladies do. The problem is, Blanche, is that you get in, get naked, and get out. And that leaves them wanting more. More visits to the doctor for the shots in the... Mother, that's enough. Girls, I've heard there's cheesecake in the kitchen next to the Cuban chicken. Shall we? Ladies, as you go, I just want to thank you for being a friend. Careful when you travel down that road, especially coming back again. You know, I've always said if I ever threw a party. Lucy, look at me. Concentrate. What do you mean you don't know who I am? Oh, come on. You married him. Not ringing a bell here, boys. She doesn't get the ting either. You knock that off. Lucy, he was a famous Cuban band leader. Xavier Cougart? I'm married to Xavier Cougart? I can't believe it. I'm married to THE Xavier Cougart. Uh, Lucy, wrong Cuban band leader. Yeah. Honey, I was your first love. Funny, you don't look like William Holden to me. I'm Desi Arnaz, honey. We met on the set of RKO's. Too many girls. I was 23, you were 28. And by this point, I read it. At the urging of MGM, we fell in love and eloped within a year. Didn't you also file for divorce within that next year? Well, yes, but we move fast in Cuba. It seems to me that Lucille moved faster, and she filed for divorce because she caught you cheating. I don't know, maybe Lucille's part Cuban. Hey, it's coming back to me now, you Cuban son of a bitch. Hey, Desi, I think she thinks she caught you. She doesn't realize it worked itself out. Lucy, honey, you know I love you. What if we agreed to work on more projects together? I'll stop traveling the country as a band leader, and you can stop doing so many B-movies. I don't know. I have a lot going for me as queen of the B-movies. I mean, I even have my own radio show called, um... Uh... My Favorite Husband. No, that's not it. I don't even like him that much right now. But there's something about that Cuban charm. You know, the network execs have been after me about turning my radio show into a new medium called television. Television? Sounds fancy. Sounds like a flash in the pan to me. It'll never catch on. You probably shouldn't do it. All right, I'll do it. I'll go to the network execs and tell them I'm willing to turn my radio show into a TV show. Woo-hoo. And Desi can play my husband. Sure, that sounds great. Wait, where does that put me? Out of a job. Down here on the horse farm, we take great care in our animals. We feed them nothing but the finest oats. We let them run all day in the endless pastures. We take time each day to brush their beautiful tails and manes. Look at young Joey there, riding that horse into the sunset. It's a beautiful sight.
You see it when you appreciate what this majestic animal has to offer the world. You see the world just a little bit different. Horses, God's finest creatures. This is a Jello commercial. J E L L O. Yum yum. After having traveled to the network executive offices in their new Ford Mercury Woody, a car the size of a backyard gazebo, but had all the prestige of the finest champagnes. When you want to travel with all the family, and maybe also your neighbor's family, and possibly also your neighbor's neighbor's family, then you want a Woody. Who doesn't want a Woody? Communists, that's who! Anyway, it turns out the network executives don't believe that America would believe that Desi and Lucy are a married couple. Oh, we are married. I know, honey, but clearly that's not enough for them. They don't think that America will believe you could ever land such a hot redhead as myself. Or maybe they don't think America will ever believe you could land a spicy Cuban such as myself. Or maybe they don't think America will believe you're married because they're a bunch of racist bigots and an interracial couple has never graced television before. Nah. Why are you still here, George? Exposition. That's my job, George. I'm the announcer here. So Lucy and Desi take the show on the road and tour vaudevillian style. And when you're on the road, what's America's choice for cigarette? Philip Morris, of course. Philip Morris cigarettes, because lung cancer is not a thought on anyone's mind. Anyway, the show becomes a hit. CBS here. We are greenlighting your show, Lucy. The way I want to do it, though. Right, boys? Yes, Lucy. You're the boss. Yes, boys, I am. Desi is my husband in the show, and I also might be a little preggers. Scandalous. Boys, it's how we keep the population going. I'll just wear oversized clothes, stand behind couches, and hold bags over my stomach. No one will ever know I had sex with my husband. Okay, good. We can't have the TV audience thinking you had sex with your husband. Sure. By the way, how do you think you got on this planet? Dropped off by aliens, just like every other decent person in the world. Gotcha. Sega Coffee, the instant coffee with a plus. It's the coffee that lets you sleep because it tastes so bad that you'll never want to drink it. Now brings you the Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz show, I Love Lucy, starring Lucille Ball as Lucy Ricardo and Desi Arnaz as her Cuban band leader husband, Ricky Ricardo, with William Frawley and Vivian Vance as their landlords, Fred and Ethel. Lucy, I'm home. Oh, good, Ricky. How was your trip? My trip was just fabulous. Lucy, look at you. You're, uh... Ricky, you can't say the P word, remember. We still can't say the P word on TV. Especially in front of the live audience. Right, honey. But, as you said, they are live and not dead. They can see your belly. They understand how the big bong bong works, honey. The slongo de bongo. The Cuban humping dance. The cockadoodle into your boogaloo. I get it. Just don't say the P word. Say in seat or expecting instead. Oh, I was definitely expecting that night. Okay, enough, Ricky. Tell me about your trip. Well, Lucy, we went to Hawkins, Indiana. It was crazy. We turned the place upside down. I'm glad it went so well. 
Look, Ricky, it's Fred and Ethel. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Ricky. We just wanted to look at your three lens cameras again. Yeah, it's not every day that a TV show is filmed with movie picture cameras. Well, I don't like to brag, but I do like to brag as well. I actually had a hand in the way the show is filmed. I pushed to use three motion picture cameras to film the show instead of the Lucy, uh kinetoscope that they were using on the east coast i'm so proud of him really ricky can i touch one if we can't say the p word on television do you think we are allowed to touch ricky's camera either in front of everybody oh i guess not lucy i don't know what i was thinking it sounds like you were thinking of ricky's cuban sandwich with extra pickles listen we are getting off track here i know i can't talk (laughs) Fred got your voice. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Ethel, Fred, what brings you over here? We couldn't help but noticing that you planted a new garden the other day and... And? And we also couldn't help but notice that you had all the rights to the show and... And? Fred and I were wondering if you were planning on planting any eggplant. And also, did you get all the rights to the show from CBS? Uh, that's easy. No, and none of your business. Ricky, that's rude. (laughs) It's quite simple, Ethel. CBS wanted us to film in New York. We don't want to film in New York. I said, no, New York, just like that. Yes, honey, you were very forceful. No, New York! Right. Right. Okay, that was it. No, New York! (laughs) We got it, dear. No. So we made a deal with CBS to film in Los Angeles. In exchange, we took a cut in our salaries and got to keep all the rights to the show. No. We have moved on from that, dear. (laughs) That's fascinating. The fact that we bargained to stay in Los Angeles? No, the fact that you're not planting any eggplant. Well, let's put it this way. Even though there is no eggplant, we would still go on to film six seasons and be the highest rated TV show when we stopped. You don't need eggplant then. Can we stop talking about eggplant? (laughs) There's something else I'd like to bring up, Ricky. Oh, it's just about the auditions I'm holding down at my club, Babaloo. I've already told you the 1920s communist vaudeville performer spot has been taken. Well, shoot, Fred. We might as well go home then. No use singing our rendition of By the Light Now. Seems a little unfair to cast Lucy just because she's a communist, Ricky. Shouldn't we be given the chance to sing? Yeah, Ricky. By the light of the silvery moon. Ricky, they think I'm a communist. No, just wait a minute, you two. You know that I would never willingly cast Lucy on one of my shows, or at least not so easily. And secondly, Lucy no communist. The only thing read about Lucy is her hair, and even that not real. That's right. It's a mousy brown. Then who did you get for the show to play a communist, Ricky? Oh, I got Joseph McCarthy. It's now time for a Walking Dead time jump as CBS brings you the Lucille Ball Desi Arnaz Show. Hey, Lucy, I'm home. Ricky, I'm glad you're home. Lucy, what did you do to the house while I was away? Oh, I changed a few things, rearranged some knickknacks, changed the show to 60 minutes instead of 30, cut down on the number of episodes, and a guest star, and I want you to meet little Ricky. Hola. Oh, he sounds just like me. Hello. Welcome home, Ricky. Oh, you two are still around? 
Well, yes, Ricky, we're not going anywhere. Mostly because Ethel hates me in real life and refuses to do a spinoff show with me. So true. Don't worry, Ethel. I'm due for a heart attack later, so I'll be out of your hair. Here, Fred. Have a cigarette. Eat some more sugar. Have high fatty foods. Oh, Ethel, you do love me. More importantly, after the show ends, Desi and I are getting a divorce. Why? What did I do? It's not what you did, it's who you did. And who you did. And who you did. Oh, Lucy. One last kiss to end the show. I can only give you love that lasts forever. And the promise to be near each time you call. It's 1962, and time for The Lucy Show, starring Lucille Ball and co-starring Vivian Vance. I'm not Ethel anymore. I'm Viv. Why the name change, Ethel? I mean, Viv. Oh, I just got tired of being recognized on the street as Ethel. So now I'm recognized on the street as the artist formerly known as Ethel. Makes perfect sense. How long are we doing the show for this time, Lucy? I figure six more years or so, with one more name change of the show to Here's Lucy. At least Ricky and Fred aren't here anymore. Man. You got that right. Men are no good. Hello, I'm Gail Gordon. Well, hubba hubba. I thought you could use a co-star for Here's Lucy. Well, I can now. Viv, you're out. Ha ha, Lucy. That works for me. I was only guest starring towards the end of your sitcom career anyway. Just make sure you come back for one last appearance on my CBS special, Lucy Calls the President. Sure. What did you call the president? No, no, no. It's not what I called the president. It's Lucy Calls the President. Lucy Calls the President what? Something bad? No, Viv. Call. Call. Like ring, ring. Telephone. Oh, why didn't you just say so? I thought I did. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Jello, everybody! J-E-L-L-O! J-E-L-L-O. The big red letters stand for the Jello family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jello family. That's Jello, yum, yum, yum. Jello pudding, yum, yum, yum. Jello tapioca pudding, yes, sirree. By the way, there's no horse in our products. Stop spreading that rumor. Tell that to all the jello horses that are dead. J-E-L-L-O Wait, how did I get back here? Where is Richard? And why is this Cuban chicken back out of the icebox? I thought we put that thing away. There is no Richard. It's me, Gary. Gary Morton. I'm your second husband. And the Cuban chicken is there for continuity. Second husband. Oy vey. Well, second husband, let's put this turkey away. I have a feeling I'm already looking at one. I mean, what else do you follow ham with? That bump on my head seems to be messing with my memory a bit. Did we meet at my studios, Desilu Productions? Were you the struggling comet that came out to see me while I was busy being the first female head of a major production studio? Or maybe you were the guy that auditioned for Star Trek. What's his name? William Shatner. No, I don't think that's it. I thought I was the struggling comic going for the bad jokes. 
Maybe you were trying to be in another of my hit shows, Mission Impossible? No, but that's what I thought dating you was going to be. Let me help you out, Lucy. We met in New York City while you were performing on Broadway in Wildcat. Having always worked on Monday nights, I never saw an episode of I Love Lucy, so I was able to avoid being starstruck and instead pretending to not be interested. And being 13 years younger than you, I was quite a catch. You're 13 years younger than me? I love you, Lucy. I'll sign a prenup so no one will think I'm just a gold digger. I love that song. Kanye West is a genius. What? Never mind. Are we happy? We are very happy. We even last eight years longer than your first marriage, too. Don't say his name. (laughs) Sometimes I can still hear that crazy laugh in my head. It's not in your head, Lucy. I'm here. We always remain friends, even in divorce. Okay, good. I thought I was going crazy there a second. It's time to rest now, love. Rest? Rest? I'll rest when I'm dead. About that. Shortly after dawn on April 26, 1989, Ball awoke with severe back pain, then lost consciousness. She died at 5.47 a.m. at the age of 77. Her body was cremated and the ashes were initially interred in Forest Lawn, Hollywood Hills Cemetery in Los Angeles. In 2002, her children, Lucy Arnez and Desi Arnez Jr., moved her remains to the Hunt family plot at Lakeview Cemetery. Lakeview Cemetery, where our clientele is just dying to get in and our friendly staff will not dig a hole in your pocket. Just a great big hole for your dear departed loved one. We are located in Jamestown, New York, licensed and insured against grave robbers. Lucille's comedic genius and television persona are loved the world over. That's right, Sabrina, Lucy, we still love you. J-E-L-L. Excuse me. Now is not the appropriate time for that. Oh. I see what you did there. It'll be a nice Patreon show. (laughs) All the bloopers. I don't know what you're talking about. That went smooth. (laughs) Especially when Fred had to turn him (laughs) Well, now let's do our fishbowl facts. Fishbowl facts. These are facts we pull out of an actual fishbowl that gives us just a tad bit more trivia knowledge on Lucille Ball. All right, Lucy, start us off. All right. Uh, the same writers, Jess Oppenheimer, Madeline Pugh Davis, and Bob Carroll Jr. were used for both Lucille's radio show and television show. As of January 2015, I Love Lucy remains the longest-running program to air continuously in the Los Angeles area almost 60 years after production ended. You got the long one. I think I picked the wrong one. You chose poorly. There's a lot of words. Okay, (laughs) thank you. Who was scared? That's what she said. Yeah, it is. I just said it. I know. She nearly drowned during the famous grape stomping scene. I'm Gail Gordon. (laughs) On July 17th, 1951, one month before her 40th birthday. Ball gave birth to daughter Lucille Desiree Arnez. 
A year and a half later, Ball gave birth to her second child, <laughs> Desiderio Alberto Arnez IV, <laughs> known as Desi Arnez Jr. I'm going to do good in a Sesame Street episode. Near five. going to have a huge part. Ball's necessary and planned cesarean section in real life was scheduled for the same date that her television character gave birth. <laughs> Ball was originally considered by Frank Sinatra for the role of Mrs. Iceland in the Cold War thriller The Manchurian Candidate. Director-producer John Frankenheimer, however, had worked with Angela Lansbury in a mother role in All Fall Down and insisted on having her for the part. I love Lucy was the first show ever to feature an ensemble cast and is often regarded as one of the greatest and most influential sitcoms in history. I Love Lucy was one of the first American programs seen on British television. Alright, I'm going to try my Desi. The Daten Hart background for the opening. <laughs> the German? <laughs> yeah. What? Desi was a German? <laughs> That's what you sounded like. like Schultz over there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. All right, so when we do our Hitler episode, I know. Yeah, it's I our Hogan Heroes episode. As Hogan long as the Hitler episode, the Daten Hart background <laughs> for the opening of I Love so Lucy. We found an accent for Chris. <laughs> Wasn't added until syndication. The original opening had stick figures of Lucy and Ricky that were drawn by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. I don't think any of us know what you said. Uh, I do. The satin heart background for the opening. Okay. Thank you. Just play it back. <laughs> Ball was nominated for 13 Primetime Emmy Awards, winning four times. That's closer to year two. Yes! <laughs> I knew I got my numbers from somewhere. In 1960, she received two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame one for her movies, one for television, because she killed me off too early in the show. <laughs> Why did you Batman. make Fred so sad? Because I wanted to. <laughs> now, where's my money? Is that the last one? Yes. Yep. All right, we're out of Fishbowl Facts. Let's hear what you have to say. Uh, we asked for comments on Facebook, and here's what you said. Eric, she grew up in a town very close to my hometown. A few years ago, they replaced her, so... A few years ago, they replaced her so-called ugly statue with a prettier one after years of controversy. I remember when I was a kid, busloads of Lucy's would show up and take over the town. I was always horrified. Ha ha! <laughs> What's that stupid movie you like that has the busload of Lucy's? Rat Race. Rat Race. Okay. And then they meet up with the busload of Desi's. <laughs> did they meet up with the busload of Desi's? They that? did. I think it was a deleted scene. Yeah, Probably. Yeah, I don't think it made it to the, to final, the final cut, but if like you watch the extra features on the DVD, there was supposed to be a bus full of Desi's that they go with. There was a bus full of jails? Yes. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. No, um, that was how they got, a, like, you know, he, Cuba Gooding Jr. eventually ended up on the horse riding 
into Silver City, New Mexico. I think it fell off the horse. There was a scene on how the Lucys got to where they were going, and it was a bus full of Desis. Okay. But it was deleted. Didn't that movie flop? It was a great movie. We don't think it flops. Probably every movie I have ever loved in my life has been in Like massive. Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Better Off Dead. Those aren't either movies that I... <gasps> I Better Off Dead's my movie. It's a great movie. Two dollars. And foreshadowing, it has Howard Cosell impersonators driving a car. Yes, it does. Which we'll be bringing up in a near future episode. Valerie says, Lucille Ball was a powerhouse. She taught me to value funny over beauty. That mattered a lot to a little girl. Mattered a lot to a little girl, me, who never felt pretty but always felt goofy. It made me realize I could turn goofy into funny and that was a worthwhile thing. Valerie is also kicked out of Walt Disney World. <laughs> what? She felt goofy. Mm. It was still better than the uh, your quiz, <laughs> your your quiz, quiz titles. I hard on those. <laughs> Chris W. Green says, I have loads of respect for her. She was a pioneer, a trailblazer, and a legend. But I never thought she was funny. I'm certain it's a generational thing. Do you now hate Chris W. Green, Sabrina? <laughs> I think yes. I think so. I saw her face, <laughs> Chris. You I better go in the I witness saw protection. A vein. Yeah, like she is not happy with you. Well, I think uh, Chris might be on the minority since she's had like such a <laughs> huge television career and considered one of the queens of comedy. So, and inspired, my question um, for Chris though would also be like, does he find like Three Stooges funny? I don't know. <laughs> or like the Marx Brothers, because that's very similar to slapstick. Right now, all I have is a piece of paper that says Chris W. Green. I have to, we'll have to get his comment for a future Lucille Ball follow-up show. I'm coming for you, Chris. So, Chris, if you w could Green. please explain on Facebook. Yeah. Could you send us a explain. message and let us know? Can't explain! And let us know <laughs> your answers to Sabrina's questions. We would greatly appreciate it. Donna says, we... Worked at the Brown Derby then. We're so excited to be meeting her for the grand opening of the Disney Studio Park, then MGM. But she died before it opened. Total bummer. My, not by much, because if she died April 26, 1989, the studios opened May 1st, 1989. Yep. What are you, a Disney historian? I am, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Then tell me what day did Valerie get kicked out for feeling up goofy? (laughs) (laughs) Date. That would have been July 3rd, 1993. All right, very good. You're very welcome. Katie says, I love Lucy. Her self-depreciating charm and timing was was genius for the time. She was a pioneer. She was also a very intelligent and quite serious woman underneath. As a kid, people commented on how I reminded them of Lucy. I get it now. My mom was the raving beauty in our house. Lucy gave me something that would last long after my looks were gone. It which was? <laughs> He's just reading what they wrote. It's a period. I don't know. That's the end of the <laughs> Man, such a cliffhanger. You guys are fun. You guys are She got... Uh, comedy. Her, yeah, her comedy. and from Looks fade, but comedy's yeah. forever. Oh, okay. Lou says... I am too chicken to call and leave a voicemail. Voicemail. But a few mo- months ago, I was binge watching Lucy YouTube videos and came across one with her and Vivian Vance on the Dinah Shore show. 
Vivian told a cute story about how the King of Siam dropped in on them one Saturday as they were dyeing their hair. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. All right, let's go watch it. Yeah. I think I actually played that for you. Yes. I, yes, we've seen that video. Yeah. Yeah. It's her and so they're sitting there on like her couch like dye, they've got their hair in like curlers and being dyed and like stuff between their toes or the paint of their toes and everything like that and the king of Siam drops in. They come in and they don't recognize her. They come in through the house, they look around and Lucy like turns to Viv and's like don't say anything. Let's see if they even notice. <laughs> And they come back through and they're like, is Miss Ball here? And they're like, nope. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll tell her who dropped in. Will do. <laughs> and they all walk out and leave. Because <laughs> they didn't recognize her in the thing. And they don't want to be <laughs> talked to. <laughs> but yeah. And they were funny. like, who was that? And they were like, the King of Siam. And they went, oh, okay. <laughs> There's really a King of Siam? Yeah. Obviously. It's not just you your just brother. You just read about it. <laughs> I just thought that it was your brother? Mm-hmm. So shall it be written. So shall it be done. <laughs> okay, Ramses. Moses. Who is this Moses? Ah, 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 Alright, we got a couple phone calls. Oh, I can't wait for all you girl Brenner episode. <laughs> That's the next show, you Brenner. Yes. Uh, this first call is from Joe. happy he was once subscribed (laughs) i didn't even know we had a youtube channel (laughs) whoops well now you know i like the slow burn into i listen to (laughs) old episodes episodes of gravity Gravity beer (laughs) i mixed up the phone calls that was bruder i don't know if you oh yeah i messed up bruder's my favorite we do have a YouTube channel. We do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spreaker uploads to YouTube automatically. We don't no. really push it because not a lot of people listen to podcasts on YouTube. But you can listen to our show on YouTube. Bruder doesn't. He did. He did. He, then he unsubscribed. <laughs> he unsubscribed. He just wanted to now give us Now we're back down to zero. zero. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's not true. Chris W. Green's like a number one on there probably. <laughs> All right, so that puts Lucy in the can. Speaking of cans, yeah, that's where I'm going right now. <laughs> no, we got to no. re- revisit your beer, beer cooler. All right, but we're making this quick. Perfect. All right, remind us what this is again. It is Shiner's. Faster. Ruby Redbird. It <laughs> is. <laughs> All right, Shatner. 95 calories from. I'd rather you do it as Yule Brenner. <laughs> Shiner, Texas. Oh, so shall it be drank. <laughs> so shall it be open. So shall it be drank. All right, Sabrina, you're first. What do you think? 
Oh, um, rating. How do we do the rating? It's a <laughs> one to well, six. Well, it's really stupid. <laughs> Laura, would you like to explain the rating? Sure. It's one to six. How many you can drink out of a six pack? Good job. One being the best? <laughs> no. Because if you like a beer, you would drink more than one. Okay. Just want to make sure. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> Same <Same-sies. laughs> All right, Sabrina, what do you think? Um, I really liked it. I'm a fan of grapefruit beers anyways. Um, for me, it's a six. Um, I <laughs> could easily drink six out of it. I'm not a huge ginger fan normally. There is but some, you are a ginger. I know, but I don't. It's like cannibalism. Um, so I normally am not a huge fan <laughs> of ginger items, but this one does have some grapefruit and ginger, and I'm okay with it. I like it. So six? Six. I'm going to be on the opposite of you because... I also like grapefruit, mm-hmm. grapefruit flavored things, and I don't taste a lot of grapefruit. No, it's a light grapefruit. It's like a no grapefruit. It's like a no grapefruit, no ginger, uh, no taste. It's like carbonated water. So why don't you like it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's all you are sitting there drinking a bubbly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get a little bubbly. bit of the bubbly. Maybe, maybe you got them confused, Chris. <laughs> I get Chris a, a little bit of the bubbly, bubbly crammed, and I had a bubbly uh, blackberry earlier. Yeah. Um, because it's beer flavored water, and that's not good. <laughs> I am giving it a one. Wow. Yeah. No, there's no, there's nothing yeah. going on with I this know. beer. I drank mine really wow. early, so <laughs> the only redeeming value is that it finishes clean. There's no aftertaste, but. That's that's because there's no initial taste, there's no front taste, there's no middle (laughs) taste, and there's no aftertaste. It's horse. (laughs) Jello. J E L L O. Laura. Made from jello horses. (laughs) They're dead. They're They're dead. dead. (laughs) Um, Actually, I really do not like grapefruit whatsoever at all. So you should love this beer. In any form at all. So I was a little nervous taking my first sip. Because I don't even like Schaffenhofer. Hoffer, I didn't know that going into this, but now I'm happy I got this beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I I cannot stand it at all. Um, but this beer on first taste had no flavor, much like Chris said. <laughs> um, it was pretty harmless. Um, it has a super clean finish. So I could see me totally drinking four of these. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's in front of me. I could just keep drinking it because, you know, it's nothing. Like, yeah. Like Seinfeld. Yes. It's a a beer about nothing. Yes. Um, But yeah, so it, like, if this was the beer at the party I was at, I could sit there and drink it, no problem. I wouldn't wouldn't cringe at the thought of it. What if it was the beer at the party or not? If I'm not at the party, then I wouldn't know then what beer they no had. there is no party. <laughs> the party don't start till I walk in. Till the beat drops. Boy. All right. <laughs> yeah, boy. Tick tock. All right, beer master, give us your expert review. I have to agree. There is no grapefruit taste to it. There's no ginger taste to it. You just get a little bit of citrus in there at some yeah. point. Yeah. And it's mainly like a kick at the end, like for an aftertaste effect. So, overall, I find it a very medium beer. It's very drinkable. I would have to give it a three because it's a definite middle ground. You're not upset about it. It's nothing special. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's total middle ground. I'd go three. Is there a cranberry beer? 
I don't know, but I've seen pomegranate yes. Schafferhofer, and it's okay. But I try not to drink the Schafferhoffers because there's no alcohol. It's pretty much seltzer. Ah, then I might like it, except for this beer, which I don't like. You had As you the are drinking your bubbly. Oh, did I have that? Yeah, the I grapefruit really need one. To learn oh, I didn't to, like, like it. Save some for the. That's end. the last one we got when we went to Germany. I didn't like well, it. Well, I'll quit getting smooth beers, so you <laughs> save them to the end. Hey, no, we need to keep getting smooth beers. I'm feeling an IPA. I'm feeling an IPA. Oh God, those it's are been a so while since hard an IPA. To get through. I love my IPAs. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. I'm a smooth beer. What are you doing later? I'm drinking my IPA. Oh. oh my god oh, baby, that's too hard All right well this is Podcast 42 <laughs> Brought to you by Highlight The official beer of Podcast 42 You can find us on Spreaker And Google <laughs> Hold on You don't have the notes in front of you I don't hold on And Google Lucy's covering them And you can find us on Facebook At the official Podcast 42 page um, that is on Facebook. On Facebook, <laughs> and you can email us what, at. What's the new medium you just learned about that you could listen to us on? YouTube. Oh, YouTube. You can YouTube us. I'm a YouTube star, guys. Um, send me all your money. Also, we ain't no Ryan's tour review, but we're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are part of the Podfix Network with shows like Gravity Beard. <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's how you have to say it um you can email us at podcast 42 at gmail oh show at gmail.com that is i have to say it like everybody else Uh that is alphanumerically for two no. No. <laughs> no, it's numerically, not alphanumerically. There we go. It is numeric numbers. So, three, two, one. Keep oh, going. wait. More numbers. Two, eight, five, 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 five. No, what? Hold on. Let's start over. Three, two, one, two, seven, eight. <laughs> That is three, two, one, two, eight, five, 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 one, two. That's our phone number. That's our phone number. Listen to our show. We would like Spotify, Spreaker, Spreaker, Apple Music, TuneIn, Stitcher. Now, wasn't that a lot less boring than all the other ones that you've ever heard before? No, that was really confusing. <laughs> I would have no idea where to listen to the show, where to find the show, where to email the show. I don't even know what the phone number is to the show. By the way, the phone number, uh, when you call it, will go to a voicemail. Just leave a message, and you can also text that number as well if you're too chicken to call. Hi, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lou, to you. All right, well, that's a wrap on Lucille Ball. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. J.L. Rose. I'm Laura. Bye. Catch you on the flippity flop. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're fun. You're Very fun. <laughs>
All celebrity voices have been impersonated poorly. All conversations may or may not be 100% accurate as well. We have attempted to provide you with the facts as best to our knowledge with the help of a case of fear, some old man that tells stories down by the river, Wikipedia, and old homemade YouTube documentaries. Do not use anything you heard in this show to write a book report with. You will get a bad grade. A really 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 bad grade. Just like all of our hosts did when they were in school. Music was provided by Kramo. You can find more of his tunes at Kramo.com. This has been a Podcast 42 production. Lucy found herself the subject of a tribute on the Dinah Shore show in 1975. She was nearly moved to tears when her old co-star surprised her. I also wanted to tell you that you let your roots grow out, The reunion was the first time the two had seen each other in years following Vivian's move to the San Francisco Bay Area. You thought I was in an old lady's home, didn't you? I didn't know where you were. I knew you were out here once and I was away, and then I didn't know what happened to you. I didn't hear. I went for one year, one year. We talked on the phone a lot, but we haven't seen each other. Where have you been? Oh, I've been doing all kinds of selling coffee, mostly. Well, that I see. Vivian, who had done a popular series of coffee commercials at the time, couldn't mask the emotion of the moment. Look, you always have to watch us cry a little when we see each other. Oh, isn't that We've been lovely. through a lot together, two husbands, two divorces. <laughs> she surprised her friend by bringing along an old gag gift Lucy had given her years earlier, a mock contract from her days on the show. Now, this is material that Lucille wrote. And I'm going to read it. I love it. I love is it. Is this your employment contract? Yes. This is my employment contract. I gave contract. her a new contract. After a certain, a certain uh, number of years, Lucille wrote me this contract. Party of the first part must promise to never dye her hair within five shades either way. <laughs> Of the party of the second part, also known as the lovable natural redhead. Yes, <laughs> part two, party of the first part must also agree to put on an additional five pounds every month for the next year. <laughs> Otherwise, this contract shall be terminated at the whim of the party of the second part. <laughs> 
by one, a phone call, or the most, or the more generous option of 30 minutes notice, Lucille Ball. <laughs> but Vivian's favorite story sounded as though it could have been right out of an I Love Lucy episode, except for the fact that it really okay. happened. Ever so often, she'd get me over there on a Saturday, and she'd put the bleach on my hair, and she'd put the henna on her hair, and then we'd sit around gab, and, and uh, oh, we have, we'd have old slacks on and a couple old shirts, and, and so we were sitting in her beautiful home in Beverly Hills, and she had an operation on, her, on your toes, that's right, and great toenails. So her feet were up on, a, on the coffee table, and she had great hunks of cotton in between and, and then they were all wrapped up like this and i had some old dirty shorts on i guess but anyway there like we this. were real operation and there was a great sound of sirens and and uh officers and motorcycles oh. and bleach on your hair and she's got henna and she's, she's got, got the henna and i've got the bleach she's, she's got, got two cotton like toes she's got her okay. toes all wrapped okay. up and she said something's happened at jack benny's baby and i can't run i can't walk Run to the door and see what's happening at Jack Benny's because he lives next sirens, door. Such sirens, such motorcycle cops. You so never... I ran to the door, like my boss told me. He <laughs> <laughs> said, Lucille, it's here, it's here. They're all coming up the walk, they're all coming up the walk. And it looks so, it looks so, and she said, well, come sit down, they'll never recognize them. <laughs> so the two of us sat there, me with the white bleach on and her with the red bleach on and these awful clothes and this whole entourage walked into the house into and, the across, house. and yeah, somebody bowed low as they went by and we just, it sounds like a show doesn't it Diane? yeah it does it doesn't sound real at all no it doesn't so nobody paid any attention to us at all so we just thought we'd sit there and watch it all go on. they went upstairs they went out to the guest house this law all these people and this man was dressed Kind of like the king and I. Mm -hmm. That was kind of odd, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but we weren't going to say anything. And finally, they came through, and the women were bad. No, they were all dressed up in those. I with said, the thing in the middle of the forehead. Oh, really? So I said, the man said, "Thank you very much." And we said, "Who was that?" You know, because we'd really like to know who this entourage was that went by as the two of us were sitting there. I said, "That was the king of Siam." <laughs> Lucille, nobody's going to believe this. And the man said, he thanks you very much. And you know what he she said? He very much. She said, well, you're very welcome. She said, we'll drop in on you someday. When we're <laughs> the Diner reunion was one of their last public appearances together. Two years later, Vivian was diagnosed with bone cancer. Two years after that, she lied near death when Lucy came to visit for what would be their final goodbye. Once she saw Lucy's face, she broke into tears and they hugged and everybody left them alone and just let them talk for a couple of hours and just reminisce and, and, and be pals that they were. Vivian died in August of 1979, Lucy nearly 10 years later. The laughs they left behind on screen may have been intended for the TV audience at home, but one gets the feeling it was the two of them who had the better time. <laughs>